everyone is a star child made of stardust and the infinite potential of the universe. This extraordinary fearless something in each of us clamors for freedom from the bonds of fear, conformity, and an ordinary life. Welcome to Dr. Durr's Living in the Sweet Spot, where practical tools and solutions from the intersection of mind-body medicine, science, and spiritual well-being awaken and empower you to live out your infinite potential, to live life in the sweet spot. Hello, everyone. I am your host, Dr. Balan A. Durr, and welcome to The Sweet Spot. Today, we're going to talk about the courage to be extraordinary. You know, many people, they are just so comfortable with what they know, and it takes courage to leave the safety of the familiar. It requires courage to, to free yourself from the bonds of fear, conformity, and an ordinary life. There is so much waiting for you. You have no idea if only you will follow the life force urging that is within you. When you do that, you discover that you have the inner source of courage within you already to create that extraordinary life. And here with me today to, to, to talk with us about how do you develop the courage to be extraordinary is my guest, Ken D. Foster. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Ballander. I appreciate you having me on the show today. I'm really looking forward to this conversation today. I have a lot to share. Well, you know what? This, for me, this conversation has been a long time coming, right? <laughs> and I have been very much been looking forward um, to this. Um, and, um, you know, it's, it's, and we're going to get into your background a little bit later, but for one thing, you know, that, that we're talking about this day in particular, because you are the president of the Courage Network. And so that is basic and fundamental to the work with, that you do. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Well, the Courage Network is a show that I started out uh, about six years ago. And I started it with the understanding that we have a lack of courage in this world. In fact, this world is basically, most people are running from fear. We're really good at fear. All of us are, My, me, myself included, but we're not so good at being fearless. So I started the Courage Network, which is now syndicated in 185 countries. We're on uh, AM, FM, we're on podcasts. We're also on 27 TV stations. I started that because I believe we need to up our vibration, our energy, our power, our passion, if we're going to make the changes that we need to do personally and also for the planet so that we all thrive in the coming years. Well, and so, you know what? And so I want to share with um, our audience why um, you, you are so you know, qualify the person to have that conversation with me and with with uh, the audience today. So Ken D. Foster is a transformational leader, master business and life coach, best-selling author, and human potential expert. You know, he's already talked about, um, 
the syndications of his shows and and where they appear. But what he didn't say was that um, prior to moving into doing this work, he actually had a company that did uh, $200 million in revenues in one year. So he is a change maker who helps people take the path of courage to realize their essence, maximize their highest potential, and see the unseeable, know the unknowable, and do the impossible. And of course, he's also uh, been my my broadcast uh, and podcast teacher, which is how we connected. I guess it's been almost two years ago. About two years, yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, as as you know, I'm sure most people have experienced, if it's not all, you know, Ken, you and I, when we met, we just instantly clicked, right? <laughs> we did. We, did. Yeah, we, we had did. a really nice connection that, you know, it's a really a soul connection is what I'd call it. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, yeah. Agreed. That is a, a, a wonderful way of, uh, of putting it. And uh, I would say uh, wholeheartedly. And the other thing too, that I think, for me, what it represents is also what happens when we are able to transcend our fear, overcome our fear, manage our fear in order to allow the the inner potential that we all are to just flow, right? And so that kind of instantaneous soul connection to me represents when there are no blocks, Right. There are no roadblocks. There's no hurdles, no obstacles. And so then the the, the energy of, of that soul connection, it just flows unimpeded. Yeah. Well, you know, there's a there's a lot of fears in this world. Right. <laughs> there's fear of oh, flying. Yeah. There's fear of uh, <laughs> of success. There's fear of relate being in relationships. There's fear of being on a mobile phone. There's fear of not having a mobile phone. There's fear of uh, what, not having enough money. There's fear of not being in the right, right relationship. I mean, there's a lot of fear in this planet, right? And don't, yeah, and, wait a minute, and, don't wait a minute, and don't forget FOMO, right? Uh, fear uh, of missing FOMO. out. Yeah, fear of missing <laughs> out. That's the big one, FOMO, fear of missing out. I mean, look at look at the internet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, you know, we're like I said earlier, we're, we're experts in fear, you know, but what's the core? You know, I ask myself, what is the core of fear. Where does it come from? What is that? Right? Why is it so prevalent? And as I tuned into that, as I got really clear, you know, fear comes when we are separated from ourself and from our source. So, we, you know, we're in that place where we're, we're, um, we're in our head. We're worrying about the next thing that's going to happen. We're really disconnecting ourselves from courage from ourself, courage is an aspect of the deeper aspect of ourselves, right? Courage comes from the Latin word, a cure, which means to speak one's heart. When you're in your heart, you're in your soul, you're in yourself, you're, in, you're connected. So when we forget that and we, and we get into our head and we start to go into, a, you know, a lot of us in this society are taught to be critical thinkers, well, um, that's okay if you're trying to solve a problem, but if you're looking at everything critically, then you're cutting yourself off from your soul, yourself. So mm -hmm. it's about coming back home and remembering who we are if we really want to step up and change ourselves, change our families, change our world. So, you know, one of the things that um, in my own journey, because I'll be the first to admit um, 
that um, I too, of course, experienced fear. Uh, I share the story with people about when um, I took my board exams uh, for for general psychiatry in particular. I mean, I, I was not only scared, but I was like in terror. And um, then, of course, those emotions are connected to chemicals, which then take effects upon um, uh, my body, takes effects upon anyone's body, especially when your fear is that is that high. And so before I left, my, my, I started getting muscle spasms in my lower back. Um, you know, took some ibuprofen, they resolved. But then when I got to the exam, shortly after I got started sitting for the exam, which was an eight and a half hour exam, um, my, my right eye started hurting. So I took my contact out, cleaned it, put it back in, but still it was, the pain was pretty intense and bad enough that I could have quit. Uh, but I was like, no, not going to do that. We have to sit and take this exam. And I forced myself to take the exam through the pain. But then when I got home a couple hours later, guess what? My eye stopped hurting. Yeah. <laughs> and on top of it, wait, wait, but, but here the culmination of it was, was my back seized up for two days. Mm. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I share that because obviously, like I said, not only do is what we think and feel, but that also has an impact upon, uh, on, on the body. And then on top of it too, you talk about the fear is the feeling that we're separate from um, ourselves and, and from the source. But in reality, it's only what the, we only believe that we're separate, right? We only believe that we're separate from, right. from self and we believe that we're separated from source and all there is in the universe. But that belief is so powerful that it takes phys- a physical manifestation in, in our lives. Because the truth is, as you, as you know, we, we are always connected. We're never separate. Yeah. Well, you know... I love what you're saying here because it's that pain, you know, pain is a pain is a warning sign. Okay. You know, obviously pain, you know, tells us if we've got a sore foot, we've got to, got to look at the foot or, you know, something's going on in our stomach or our mind or, you know, our head, we have a headache, you know, pain is, uh, is there to warn us, but pain is also, you know, so it, there's a physical part to pain, but there's also a mental, emotional, and spiritual part to the pain. And, you know, when we, uh, the spiritual part is pain is telling us that we've disconnected somewhere from ourselves. I I want you to hear that loud and clear. We've disconnected spiritually somewhere. We've lost our path. And I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that, yeah, that's, that's what, uh, you know, is coming through even today in my mind. Because, you know, for me, when I woke up in 1992, the voice that I heard <clears throat> was you've got to feel the pain to make the change. Well, I didn't even know what the changes I needed to make at the time were, but I knew I needed to changes. So I was able to disconnect um, from this constant pain that I was feeling. And as I was able to disconnect from that pain, I was able to make the changes, right? Well, how do you disconnect from pain? Well, you have to let go. Of so hold on, hold on, hold on before you. So hold on before you before you get into that. Um, um, absolutely, of course, want to hear the hear hear the answer to that. But let let's let's take a break, and then you can tell us how you feel the pain in order to make the change when we come back.
dwells in you enlightens, uplifts, inspires, and invites you to live a life that's engaged, joyous, and limitless, the sweet spot of life. Take this journey in oneness. We are and have all that God, the infinite creative source of the universe, is. You are infinite potentiality, and the kingdom of heaven is within you. Heaven abounds in you. host, Dr. Balin A. Durr, and with me today, I have Ken D. Foster, and we are discussing the courage to be extraordinary. So we, before we went to break in, you were saying how spirit told you to, you have to feel the pain in order to make the change, but you didn't know how to do that. So, so tell us, how, how did you discover or figure out how to do that? Well, when I got that voice, I was in therapy and uh, been in therapy for about a year with a beautiful psychologist. And uh, I walked into his office and I said, uh, Doc, I'm hearing this voice. He says, well, what's the voice saying, Ken? And he said, I said, well, it says to, for me to feel the pain to make the change. And mind you, at that time, I was in a place where my relationships weren't working. I was estranged from my family. I was in a place where uh, I was making a lot of money and spending a lot of money. I was just out of balance in so many areas, and I didn't want to feel any more pain. So I told him that, and uh, he could have said anything. But what he said was, well, Ken, I can't help you anymore. You have to follow that voice. And as I walked out of his office wondering if he just wanted to get rid of me after a year or is it, he's telling me to follow this voice, I really got clear. I started to ask, well, what is that voice? Where's that voice coming from? And I realized at that time <clears throat> that was the voice of courage. And there were courageous things that I needed to do in my life at the time, which I didn't want to do. And I realized, though, that if I didn't do them, that I would continue to feel this painful stuff in my life that I didn't want to do. So it's interesting. Pain was the way through my greatest challenges. I had to feel and go into those discomfortable areas that I didn't want to do to be able to become free from them and move to the next level. And I think a lot of us do that, right? So my question to the audience right now is, is there an area in your life that you're feeling discomfort, you know, pain, suffering? You know, maybe it's mental, maybe, or excuse me, maybe it's in your physical body. Maybe it's in your relationship. Maybe it's in your family life, your career. Um, maybe it's just, there's a disconnection with yourself. You're feeling, you can't sleep, you know? Um, Pain leaves symptoms, I'll say, right? We get symptoms. But those are the symptoms that if we don't pay attention to, if we, what happens is the universe will give you a little tap, right? Here's a little struggle for you. If you don't listen to it, it'll give you a bigger tap and eventually you'll get a two by four. So pay attention to those things. So today, think about the area that you want to change. This is a proactive uh, TV show. I know, Dr. B, because that's yeah. how you are. So I hope you don't mind my audience, giving your audience a little a little work here. No, because you know what? One of the things that I find even in my conversations with people is, um, the, the, and as you well know, the, that can be the big hurdle for them is, is the how. How do I do this? And then even kind of 
I had a conversation with someone and she's like, and I told her how to do it. And she's like, but you still haven't told me how to do it. And I was like, yeah, but actually I told you how to do it five times. <laughs> so yeah. I think it may be, I think it may be that you're not, uh, uh, you, you may not be feeling the how, right? You may not want to do the how, <laughs> may not think the how will work, but I, I think the, you know, how we, how we get there uh, is important. So, so absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know, I, I like to focus on, have people focus on their symptoms. And, you know, a lot of times we're in denial, okay? You know, you're in denial and you come into somebody that has already told you five times how to do it. It happens in my, in my world. I've been coaching for 28 years and I always lead with business, but we always end up doing everything else, okay? Meaning we look at all areas of their life. Um, but there's this resistance. So if you have resistance, that's okay, you know? You might not believe what I'm saying today. You not, might not believe Dr. D, but look at your own symptoms. And what I've learned is that whether you're in business and your business is struggling for profitability or you got challenges with team or you have challenges in any area of your business or in your home life, things aren't working with yourself, your spouse, something. There's always a cause. There's a root cause to these things. And by the way, it's usually different for everybody. So, but I will tell you this, the root cause is not just one thing. It, you think, well, yes, um, I've got uh, my stomach issues or I've, I've grown, you know, I've, I've, I'm overweight now. And you think, well, it's just physical. I can guarantee you it's probably mental, emotional, might even be spiritual. And, you know, I, that's one of the things I like about Dr. D is she looks at all areas of your life and helps you to look at those areas so that you can not only, you know, we take a holistic approach. You, you, you know, how many times has somebody gone on a diet, right? And then all of a sudden, they, the world comes back, right? Well, why, you know, and people go, well, you know, you didn't have enough commitment. You didn't have enough uh, purpose. You weren't, uh, com- you know, you didn't persist. Uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of things like that. But, you know, honestly, it's probably something at the, at the level of the mind because the mind is the cause of your bondage. The mind is the cause of your liberation. At that level where you need to go in and do the work, like with Dr. D, do the work so that you can understand the root causes so that you can heal completely. And that's what pain gives us. It gives us the the chance to look at our symptoms, to be able to go, you know what? Healing is a quest. I'm going to take the quest and I'm going to start with Dr. D or I'm going to start with Ken by the way, uh, you know, Dr. D, I hope you don't mind me giving this, but if they go to my website, KenDFoster.com, uh, you can get a session with me, 30-minute session, and I guarantee that you will release one or two of your blocks during that session and have more freedom in your life. So I just want to put that out there. So, yeah, so let, let, let me affirm um, to, the, to the audience, you actually want to take advantage of, of Ken's offer for that session. Uh, because it, it, you will find it extremely, extremely helpful. And so, you know, the things I was thinking about, the number of things that you said, it was just so rich. And one of the things that um, I remember was, was you were, as you were speaking, is that uh, that one, I think it was Jack Canfield that I remember saying, um, talking about in his book, he talks about resistance and really res- if, if, and, and I may be paraphrasing a little bit, but one of the things I got from what he was saying was really is that, that, um, resistance is our path to our breakthrough, right? 
that if we can if we can take a look at why are we resisting something um, and 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 or why in your case we're talking about also the pain why we're in pain if we can take a look at that then it is the path to our breakthrough the other thing too that you're saying is as within so without so whether you're talking about weight or you're talking about money or you're talking about relationships that whatever is going on with me outside is actually the as i like to call it the fruit of the seed of what's going on with me inside right and that really thought thought or belief is the basis of our of our reality that that's why each of us can be in a place at the same time observing the same ex- event but have a different experience of it based upon my perception of it and my perception of myself. So again, thought is the basis of reality, right? So what I think then on the inside is what shows up on the outside. If I plant apple seeds, I'm going to get apples. If I plant weeds, I'm going to get weeds. I'm not getting roses. So, so right. So those, those thoughts show up as, as you, you know, as you were saying as weight, as problems, relationships, as you know, being stuck in our careers, um, you know, uh, money difficulties. It, it it's right the physical demonstration of our of our of our beliefs and thinking. Oh wow, that was so rich too. Yeah, so this is a rich conversation. I really love what you're sh- sharing here. Um, I want to say this. You, you know, uh, I'll just start with a thought piece because this is what I, I'll summarize it, and it's a lot bigger than this, but I'll summarize it. You know, everything comes out of this thing we call spirit or God or universe or source or whatever you call it. Everything comes out of this. Life so force. That, light force. Yeah. So and out of that comes individual souls. So the spirit is over the soul. The soul is over the mind, the, the uh, conscious, subconscious and superconscious mind, which I don't know if we'll have time to go into all that. But the soul's over the mind. The mind is over our emotions. What you focus on, you feel. Motions over actions. If you don't feel good, you're not going to take the right actions. Actions over results and results over destiny. So honestly, even though some people feel that they're fated to a certain way, you're not fated to anything. You're only here to grow, to evolve, to change, to become the best version of yourself, to live a life of excellence. We can all do this. It's not meant for a few. It's meant for you. Now, listen, I'm not talking about everybody having to be a billionaire or a millionaire. I'm talking about excellence in your life. What does that mean to you? I'm going to give you another assignment. Write out what excellence would mean to you in your health, in your fitness, in your in your financial life, in your career. Um, look at those areas and decide what's excellent for you. If you do that, then if you're if you're let's say a six right now and you want to be a ten in finances, great. You start on the quest. Okay, the quest is to get to a ten for you, whatever that means for you. So I don't I don't like comparing ourselves with anybody else, Dr. D. I think it, this is all an inside job, as you uh, referred to. And as we start to go within, we don't go without anymore, right? In whatever area, right? And guess what else? Guess what else? What else? So when you so so when it's two things. One, so when you go within, you don't go without what you want in your life, because you don't go outside in order to get it. 
You don't go without, meaning you don't go from the inside to without outside in order to get what you want. So it's, and so since you stop doing that, you no longer go without what you want in your life. Yeah, exactly. Well, for some (laughs) of your audience, you know, this today is an important day because this is the show that I really want to encourage you to not only listen to once, but listen to several times and, and tell your family and friends about it, because that's how we change not only our consciousness, but the consciousness of our family. Listen, if you are committed to change, you are going to heal your family for about seven generations. That's what, what that's what we do. Okay. So you will uplift and, and, and help your family. I know that I've done my work. I know Dr. D's doing her work and has done her work. And you know, it's, it's not a, I've done it. I'm over. It's I've done it. And I've got myself to this level and now I'm ready to evolve to different levels. Right. So this isn't a place we we arrive. This is a place that we pass through different levels of understanding and consciousness and wisdom to arrive at a higher level so that we can help our families, help our nations, help. You know, you become part of the solution instead of part of the problem. And I I just my little political comment real quick. Listen, there's so many good (laughs) doers that are out there, you know, trying to change the world. That's awesome. But listen, change yourself first if you want to really change the world. Think about that. Right. right. Isn't, that, isn't that what Gandhi says, right? Yeah. Be the be change the, be the change. in the world. Be, right? the be that first, right? And then right. go out and make a difference. Right. And then the other thing, too, that I wanted to affirm, which I think is really important that people don't think about. So I, I you just remind people that, you know, your body is composed of, of trillions of cells. And those cells are organized into, um, uh, you know, systems and organs. And um, while, you know, many of us want to be the heart, the fact of the matter is if all you have is a heart, the body cannot exist. So just like you have, you know, the liver and the kidneys and the lungs and the skin, all those different parts that come together to work together so that the whole body lives, that I think it's important for people to recognize that themselves. And the problem is, uh, and I, and I heard Carolyn Mace say this many years ago, but she basically said that when we, you know, try to get uh, a dream or life that's not for us, we suffer. Hmm. And so when you don't recognize our own unique wonderfulness, our own brilliance, and we're comparing ourselves to be something we were never designed for, then that's what then we, we cause our own suffering and unhappiness and discontent trying to be something we're not designed for, as opposed to looking at who am I? What is my design? What is my mission? What is my purpose? And then doing that to the best of my ability. Right. And, and in that is where we, um, look to within ourselves to find the courage to be extraordinary and be extraordinary in being who I was designed to be, not in in me trying to be who you are, you know, be the, be the best Dr. Ballin, as opposed to trying to be the best Candy Foster. Well, that brings up a question of who are we designed to be? And I think yeah. that's a that's a good piece that you and I can discuss because there's right. a lot of folks. So, out there. so 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 again. So let's let's you know what because you ha- you have these you have these this these these rich this rich wisdom and um and it's so much of it. But we we gonna take a break right here <laughs> and then and come back and then and let you and let you answer that question. Okay. 
Are you feeling stuck or in a holding pattern with your business or life and you're not doing the things you want or love? Then at some point, you're going to be faced with a decision. You'll either choose to keep living in your comfort zone and risk a life of mediocrity or increase your courage, step into your power and forge into the unknown where everything new becomes possible. If you're truly ready to live masterfully, then you need Ken D. Foster's newest book, The Courage to Change Everything, Strategies and Wisdom to Transform Your Life One Day at a Time. This powerful but simple guide provides you with 365 days of life-transforming wisdom, profound questions, and action steps that will increase your strength and open the doors to success. Stop wondering why your business or life isn't working. The answers are available now. Imagine if you had more courage or another chance to start following your dreams. To pick up your copy of The Courage to Change Everything, visit thecouragetochangeeverything.com. That's thecouragetochangeeverything.com. Dr. Ballin A. Durr, back with you and um, talking with Kendi Foster about the courage to be extraordinary. So, so before we went to break, Ken, you were saying? Well, we're talking about, you know, really um, who we are, right? How do we, how do we know, you know, what we're supposed to be doing? How do we know who we are? And I think that a lot of times, you know, we, we seek that outside of ourselves. Well, you define who I am. You define you know, our parents define who we are uh, to a large degree when we're younger, right? They try to. But, you know, have you ever seen uh, or heard of the story of a parent wanting somebody to be a doctor, a lawyer, a, a politician, and that person is like, oh, I don't, I, it's not even in my nature. I want to be an artist. I want to be a, I want my soul to fly. I want to go out and climb mountains. I want to uh, be a water skier. I, I want to do something different. And there's a lot of resistance to that. So I want to be a surfer. I want to be a surfer. I want to, you know, may I want to write books. I want to, I want to be a speaker, an author, a trainer, you know, whatever. And, you know, and people, you know, you know, families are real good at going, well, you know, there's no money in that, you know, what, how are you going to make a living? Well, um, when you're following your soul's path, you, you know, it's, there is a life plan for you. And mm -hmm. when you start to follow that plan, when you start to be in harmonious uh, harmony with that plan for yourself and start to understand who you are at the core, then what happens is the people, places, and things start to unfold for you. It's almost like magic. And all of a sudden you're living this magical life. Now, does that mean it's easy? No, no, it wasn't meant to be easy. You know, we're here to be able to be tested, to be able to grow, to evolve, to remember who we are at our core. You know, we're, we're like little, and let me let me put it this way. In my little pinky finger right here, there are, well, I don't know, a jillion uh, atoms in there, right? If you were to split those atoms, that atoms would be enough to light up most of the world, okay? One little pinky finger. We are, we are powerful figures of light, but we forget that or we never learn that. But when you start to start to ask this question, who am I? Who am I? And really start to ask that. Why am I here? What is the what do I feel is my purpose right now for being here? What do I need to remember about myself? What are the three most courageous steps that I can take today 
to find out the to answers to those questions, right? When you start asking, you will receive. In fact, as uh, Dr. D will say, I wrote a book called Ask and You Will Succeed. You can get it on Amazon. Ask and You Will Succeed. And there's a thousand and one ordinary questions to create extraordinary results. Why did I put a thousand questions in a book? Well, I learned the Socratic method. I understood that the power of the mind lies in the quality of the questions that we ask. If we ask mm-hmm. a question like, why am I, why do I suck? Why do I never get anything? You'll always get the answer. But if you ask a powerful, maybe a quantum question, what's the, what's the breakthrough that I'm choosing to have today uh, as mm-hmm. I listen to Ken and listen to Dr. Ballin, what is the breakthrough I'm choosing to have in my life? Now, when you get it today or you keep asking that question for the next 30 days, you will eventually get it. And that is called transformation. And that is called change. And that's what we're talking about when you pass down your change for seven generations. You become the change that you want to see in the world, like Gandhi would say, like we said earlier. So so here's the other thing, too, that um, I, I discovered a few years ago, which is the fact that we are always successful. And people, you know, because a lot of people talk about how important failure is, et cetera. And, and, and I'm going, um, I, 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 t- to me, that is another, and we started off the conversation actually talking about a, a belief in separation. So one of the things, separation is duality. Success is wanted results. Failure is unwanted results. But if you stop, if you don't, if you take away the separation, if you take away the duality and look at it from a place of every time I take an action, I always create results, always. Then what does that mean? That means I'm always successful because I'm always creating results. Again, it's just the the duality of defining wanted results as success and unwanted results as as failure. So as I tell people, you know, you you're an expert at actually being successful. It's just a lot of times you just successful where you're creating a lot of ish you don't want. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I love that little flip, but you're right. Yeah, well, you know, somebody can be really successful in creating poor relationships. They can really right. be successful at uh, not having any any money. They can be yes. successful at not getting what they want, but they are successful because they are choosing that on a consistent basis. And, you know, I think when we start to get here, here's the key that I use in my coaching. I try to get people into two, into a few, few different mindsets. Number one, no excuses. There's no excuses. Stop, stop giving yourself excuses. You're, you're choosing this way or you're choosing that way or, or the next choice. You've got a lot of choice, but you're choosing it. So therefore, the next thing I tell them is everything counts. Everything counts. All your so, choices so, count. So, so Ken, I actually wanted to connect this to something you were saying. You were saying just a little bit ago, and again, so when you and I started chuckling about it, and I, just because I was like, "Wow," I heard, I heard uh, which is which is when you know you, so, someone's saying to them that I suck, and the and the point that and actually what I was thinking about myself. See, again, then as you well know. As we said, because what I think and believe is the basis of, of the reality that I create. Yeah. Then when I say, if I say and keep saying and believe that I suck, then what happens? Then by the very thought of that, I'm caught setting energy into motion. And energy is, I tell people, energy is not just spiritual woo-woo 
is is energy is also science, right? E equals MC squared, which is the the uh, theory of general relativity, which essentially means energy and matter are interchangeable. So if I keep thinking that I suck, then I'm going to be causing energy to move and to take in and to take become form or matter in my life, and i.e. Things that show up that I've created to reinforce or as a demonstration of my belief that I suck. And that's why that that is so why it's so important, again, that we don't say those things about ourselves, particularly in light of the fact that I am, of course, you know, in spiritual terms is 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 the word for God. I am all that there is. So. um, So, yeah, I just wanted to, you know, kind of just uh, make that connection. Yeah, let me plus that a little bit. So you you said a couple of key points. The first key point was when you keep saying it, okay? So if you say, you know, you spurt out, I suck, and, you know, and then you, you don't believe that. You just went, you had a bad day. Oh, I suck at this. You're not creating a groove in the subconscious mind. But, you know, the question I'd say is everything counts, so why say that at all, okay? Stick to a little more positive. But once you get that groove, once that, once that groove is there, in the belief system and you're you're saying that over and over again either consciously or unconsciously so pay attention to what your words words matter words matter what you speak has energy has vibration be conscious of that and you know it's like it's kind of funny because like when i was waking up honestly i wasn't really conscious of my words matter i would say things and i'd shuff it off oh yeah they'll get over it if i said something mean now they'll get over Right. Or it doesn't matter what I say. You know, it it doesn't impact me. Well, so far from the truth, because that was Mm -hmm. I was living in delusion or illusion or whatever you want to call it. Um, Mm -hmm. So. So, you know, again, how do we get in touch with our beliefs? Just look at your results. Look at your results. Mm -hmm. That's that's all. It's simple. It wasn't designed to be complicated. It's like but a lot of us don't want to look at our beliefs because we feel it's going to be painful. Well, I hope we're switching your mindset. Yes, you got to feel the pain to make the change. So, you know, Mother uh, Teresa, a Catholic saint, one of the things uh, I love, I have a story about her, she was uh, in a crowd of people and, she, and somebody asked her, Mother Teresa, how should I live my life? And she had like five seconds to tell her. Well, how do you tell somebody to live your life in five seconds? And she just said this, do what's hard. Do what's hard. Now, some of you are listening to that and go, oh, well, I don't want to do what's hard. If I'm doing what's hard, I shouldn't be doing that. She didn't mean it in that context. She meant do the worst first. Do the things that you don't want to do that you know it's important for you to do. That's what she meant about that. So I wake up in the morning and, you know, it's like I'll look at, well, what's going to be the most difficult thing for me to do today? I do that first. Now, how does that work with procrastination or anything? How many people are procrastinators because they don't, they're trying to do the easy thing all the time? Well, I'll, do, I'll turn on the TV and watch the news or the weather, or I'll, do, you know, I'll distract myself from doing what we need to do. Mm-hmm. So. So, you know, so you know what? Um, and I just wanted to make sure, too, that uh, because I think this is such an important point that um that we talk about uh again the the critical importance of courage in order to to be extraordinary um and i i think one that requires 
um, an understanding of who we really are. Uh, as I tell people, we you have infinite potential. Why? Only because you are infinite potential, right? So that um, I only have something because I'm already it. And then if I can recognize that I'm already infinite potential of the universe appearing as me, because we're in the universe, the universe is in us, uh, even literally atoms, iron, calcium, all those things that make us in, uh, that make us star children, then it's not a matter of, as I like to say, it's not so much as a matter of becoming as it is of unfolding. And so what I, I definitely want us to talk about in um, this next segment is then why courage is so essential to, to, for us to have the demonstration of our, our extraordinary selves. All right. I love that. And I'll give you some specific examples of how it works. All right, then. So we'll be back after the break. We're all on our own path, but many of us encounter the same apparent roadblocks, challenges, and suffering. Discover how your fear, doubts, and disbeliefs disconnect you from spirit, causing you to struggle and forgo your divine gifts and limitless possibilities. Heaven abounds in you, helps you to overcome your mind's roadblocks so you reconnect the spirit and flow. Discover you're always connected to your source. The source of your heart's desires is already within you. And your true identity is infinite potential with limitless possibilities. Heaven abounds in you. Hi, Dr. Balan A. Durr here with you and Kendi Foster as we talk about the courage to be extraordinary. And so, Ken, I was, you know, was was talking about the fact that um, that we have infinite potential because we are infinite potential, and therefore, it's not so much a matter of becoming because we're already that, as much as it is unfolding or having the greatest demonstrations of that infinite potential. And then, how does courage? You know, why is courage so essential, so vital in then demonstrating um, our extraordinary beings? Well, I'm, I'm sitting in an audience and there's a thousand people in that audience. There's a guy by the name of Jack Canfield on stage, who's the co-author of the Chicken Soup for the Siri, uh, Soul series, which has sold over a billion copies now. He's up on stage and I'm a brand new author. I've never, you know, I have my first book uh, that's uh, coming out. And mm-hmm. it, I get the message that go ask Jack Camfield if he'll write the forward to the book. So I, uh, after his talk, he, uh, he, everybody goes on stage and I walk on stage. He doesn't know me. He's never met me. And I say, hey, Jack, would you be willing to write the forward to my book? 
I am I'm prepared for it. I've prepared in my mind what I'm going to say. Okay, but anyway, I'm not going to go into that preparation part of that. But he says yes. I'll write the forward within two weeks. I had the forward from Jack Canfield for my new book. Wow, amazing! Yeah, that's that a, that, that's astonishing. You know what? I guess, guess what? I always thought I always thought that you I always thought that you knew Jack Canfield before you asked him. Now, let, let me give you the next uh, idea around courage. This is courage in action, okay? Did, did it feel uncomfortable for me to go up on stage and ask somebody that I don't even know, who is a very famous author, you know, one of the most famous authors in the world, to write a forward to my book? Of course, you know? But I knew this, that I was going to do that no matter what. I put my intention. I was going to go ask. I didn't know the outcome, but I knew I was going to find the courage to go ask. Now, uh, fast forward uh, about 10 years, I'm up on a mountaintop with a client of mine. And um, I'm telling my client about this new book that's coming out, The Courage to Change Everything. He says, do you have anybody to write the forward? I said, no. I, I said, I've been thinking about it. You know, I, uh, you know I've, I've met Stephen Covey once or twice uh, on a teleseminar. And he says, oh, well, Stephen Covey, he'd be perfect to write your book. He says, He's a friend of our family. Now we're up on top of a mountain on Utah. He says, after we're done with our hike, let's go knock on Stephen Covey's door and ask him if he'll write the forward to your book. I find myself knocking on his door with my friend Vince. His wife, Jerry, answers the door. She says, who is it? And Vince says, it's, it's Vince. It's me. And Jerry Ant opens the door. And, it was, it, and I say, well, why, he said, why are you here? I want to ask uh, Stephen to... Uh, uh, work on, uh, write a forward to my book. I'm like stuttering. I'm just like I am right now. And she says, well, hold on. He's in the shower. She <laughs> goes and gets him and comes back. She said, come back in 20 minutes. He said, he'll talk with you. We walk in, we walk into his home. He's the you know, first thing I, you know, this home is 10,000 square feet. Stephen M. R. Covey's one of them. His dad was one of the most famous authors on the planet. Stephen's written a book now that's sold over a million, uh, 3 million copies, The Speed of Trust. Very famous, running uh, running uh, Franklin Covey is his company, and uh, he brings me in. And long story short, he writes the uh, the forward to the book. Did I feel uncomfortable? Did I not want to do this? But did I set my intention that some I'm going to have this famous author write my book cover? It did. What happened with persistence, with con- with courage, with uh, commitment? The providence moves. The people, places, and things that you need to show up in your life will move. I've learned one thing from Jack Canfield and from Stephen Covey. If you ask big, big questions, you're willing to step into your power. You're willing to get outside of your comfort zone, way outside. Whether it's a quest to heal your body, whether it's a quest to write a book, whether it's a quest to start a new company, it doesn't really matter or take your company and upscale it. I've taken several companies from several, uh, well, one company in particular from 7 million up to now over 100 million. And uh, they've worked with me over the last five years. I've got another one that uh, is doing the same thing, actually two others. But why is that all happening? Because they were not afraid to step into their courage, get out of their comfort zone, release their old ways of thinking and beliefs, remember who they are, and step into the brilliance that we all have. You can do it too. That's the message that Dr. B and I have today. You can do it too. It's not for the very few. It's for you. Wow. (laughs) Wow. 
So, you know, I, I, I also, of course, as I, I think about you talking about, you know, having the courage to take the risk, right? To take the risk to ask two people that you'd never met before if they would write the forewords to your book. And of course, what um, I think about, of course, is, is one, you know, the thing that the people tend to fear is number one, I don't know what will happen. Number two, I'll get rejected. Number three, uh, I may not be up to handling any of this, right? Am I good enough? Why would, you know, Stephen Covey or Jack Canfield uh, be willing to, 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 you know, some people might say might be, would be willing to write, you know, these four words for me, I'm a nobody. Who am I? I'm not important. Um, and so people are dealing with all of those kinds of negative thinkings and a lack of understanding of who they, you know, who they, who they really, who they, who they truly are, the truth of their being as infinite potential. And, um, and therefore by not being willing to um, take the risk to move, to move into the uncertainty, to, um, to, to, to focus more on the, the possibilities that I want to happen. Cause it's, it's, it's equally as possible that they'll agree as it as, as, as much as that they'll refuse to do it. So it's the, let me stay here. Cause I'm, this is familiar and, and comfortable, but in doing so, actually what we do is then keep ourselves in our own discomfort. We keep ourselves limited and, and in experiences that that we actually that we actually don't want, and so to to move ourselves out of those experiences that and 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 in some ways and and keep ourselves imprisoned in places and spaces and experiences we don't want, it requires courage for me to take the risk that I actually can have what I want, and I actually can, um, as you you know, kind of I said, achieve the unknowable, right? Yeah. Well, you, you know, here's here's the deal. You know, we all have courage, like you would say. We all have courage, right? But a lot of us, it's like um, uh, most people don't have, they haven't developed their courage, okay? And we can see this by, you, you make know, it sound like a muscle. We can see it you by make it sound like a muscle. What's that? You make it sound like a muscle. Well, it is a muscle. Courage is a muscle that we, we must develop. And we develop okay. it through... <clears throat> Following our our calling, our soul calling. If you don't know what that is, by the way, or if you want to connect to your life purpose, go to kendifoster.com and ask for one of my 30-minute sessions, and I'll help you with that. Or if you're a business owner and you want to step it up, you want to have more courage in your business to expand the revenues, to expand the, to get your business in harmony with you, then you know, what do you have to lose? Check me out. Courage to, excuse me, uh, KenDFoster.com. But here's the thing. Courage is, we all have it, but do we use it? Um, You know, my wife, I was sitting with my wife one morning. We were in Del Mar, California, and she wanted to grow her organization. And she said, hey, Ken, 
um, I want to uh, have this uh, well-known author. At the time, I think he had been a three times New York, New York Times bestselling author. He's seven time now. <clears throat> His name was uh, Robert Allen. And uh, she said, I'd like you to, you to contact him. I said, well, I don't know Robert Allen. Who is he? And, and here's how Providence works. She was strong with her commitment, and I was strong with my commitment to help her. But I had to step into courage, right? So that morning I was, I was running. I was jogging, and I jog, jogged up to a, a hill in Del Mar. And at the top of this hill was this guy sitting in my spot. And I walked up to him. I was kidding. I said, hey, you're in my spot. He said, no, no, you're in my spot. This is my spot. Anyway, we got to talking, right? And, uh, uh-huh. you know, um, we're walking. We kind of made friends. I said, what do you do? He says, oh, you know, I, I teach. I'm a teacher. I, you know, I've, I've written a few books. And I said, oh, well, that, that's cool. He says, yeah, I have a new book coming out. I said, oh, well, that, that's good. What, what's the name of that book? He says, uh, multiple streams of income. Uh, nobody's heard of it, but it's coming out. And as we're walking down, he, I said, what, what was your name again? He said, uh, Bob Allen. I said, Bob Allen, you're, you're not Robert Allen, are you? He says, yeah, I'm Robert oh. Allen. Now, Robert Allen, um, he, that by the way, that book, Multiple Streams of Income, put him on the map again. And he sold, I don't know how many millions of copies. But he came to Judy's event, and he, that was the first event he spoke at. Then he came back every year that he launched new books. Because he got so much success with that book, he felt like uh, he didn't want to jinx it. He wanted to come back to that organization and speak. Why am I telling you that? What is it inside of you right now? There's a big dream in you. There's somewhere that you want to expand yourself. Remember the courage that's within you. You want to step up into a greater way. Think about it right now. Remember, this is a this is for you. This is for you and your family. You know, if you're listening to this, like I said, listen to it a few times. But this is your time to step up. And Providence moves with us, but Providence has a window. Okay, you're hearing me now. I always tell people, don't ever leave the site of me speaking or a coaching session with me without taking immediate action. If you'll do that today, tune in to Dr. Dirk. Go find out what she's about, how she can help you change your beliefs. Go to my site, get a, get a session with me or one of my coaches. Go there, check it out, okay? Take immediate action. If you are courageous, what are the three actions you will take today to really up-level your life? If you ask that, don't just listen to it. Ask it, ask it, ask it every day for the next seven days, by the way. Things are going to shift for you. So, yeah, that's awesome. Um, so, of course, you said that folks can reach you at CourageToChange.us. Um, you're on social media? Yeah, you can find me all over social media. If you want to listen to one of my shows, you can just uh, tell Alexa Cortana or Siri Play Voices of Courage podcast. If you want to uh, connect with me again, just go to KenDFoster.com or that amazing book that I've written. By the way, why did I write that book, The Courage to Change Everything? Because I knew that it was time. I, when I first woke up, I read 500 books in five years, right? I was just consuming. And then I thought, you know what? Nobody is going to be like me write 500 books. Why don't I condense all the wisdom into one book that you can read 20 minutes a day, daily strategies and essential wisdom every day to change your beliefs, to change your life? That's why I wrote the book, Courage to Change.us. You can get it and uh, hope you will, because if you want to reprogram your thinking, that book will help you do that. 
Um, Absolutely. And again, as someone who's, you know, worked with you for, like I said, probably somewhere around two years now, uh, I can definitely attest to, you know, to to that. And and Ken and his kind, loving, warm, um, affirming self uh, will definitely, if, if you have the will and the desire along with the courage to change, he absolutely will help you achieve the greatest demonstration of your extraordinary self. Well, the first step of courage might be going to my website and actually signing up. That that does take courage, you know? And, yes. Uh, but listen, yes. I you know what? It doesn't matter where you are or who you are. I've worked with all types of folks over the years, you know, tens of thousands of you. And quite frankly, you know, that's that's my gift back to, to God, to the world, is just to be there for you and to help you to take your business or your life to the next level. And if I can support you to do that, find the courage to go to the website. That's what I would say. So, wow, that was really wonderful, Ken. I want to thank you so much for sharing that extraordinary wisdom with uh, with myself and the audience and having this, this conversation. And um, I just appreciate you so much for it. Uh, thank you so much. And I, I believe that this was a, a beautiful show, that you did a wonderful job. I'd lo- love to come back sometime. Thank you so much. Oh, you know, you, you know, you are welcome anytime, anytime. Thank you. So I, I hope that you have learned some things um, looking inward to the source of your power, wisdom, will, determination, and of course, your courage to have the greatest demonstration of the infinite potential that you already are, to have the courage to to be your extraordinary self. I'm your host, Dr. Valen A. Durr, awakening and empowering you to live out your infinite potential, to live life in the sweet spot. See you next week. Thank you for joining us today in the sweet spot. Share, follow, and like us on social media. To learn more, please visit balinadurmd.com, spelled B-A-L-I-N-A-D-U-R-R-M-D.com. Join us next week, and remember, when you heal your mind, All things are possible.